Howdy y'all and welcome to Liberty Libations. I think that we popped up before the title started. <laughs> really? <laughs> so Sweet. I, I think we looked ridiculous for literally half a second. Um, that was really fun. Sorry for the delay. That was all me. Uh, I'm having technical difficulties. My internet might go out um, a couple times. I think there are forest fires in the area. There, there was one um, about six miles away from me uh, the past couple days and it... Uh, it was trying to head this way, which was worrisome. Hannah. Hannah, welcome to the show. Anyway, my name is Jake Green. I'm joined by Stephen, Alden, Nick, and Zane as usual. And tonight, our special guest is my brother, Matthew Green, or Matt Green, I guess, as he prefers to be called these days. <laughs> for, or, yeah, I guess for the, the past... only for the last 25 years, but yeah. <laughs> 25. Give me a break. It has not 20. been 25. Might okay. Well. I'll accept so 20. So does it run in the family that you can only grow hair on the bottom half of your head? It, it's a choice, Zane. It's a choice. <laughs> um, yeah. So for anybody listening, me and my brother sound very similar. So I apologize if you can't tell the difference between the two of us. Um, Would you I'll like just, me to talk in a Cockney accent the whole please time? Please, God. Don't <laughs> um, I might just end every sentence with you jerk and we'll see how that goes. So people know. No, and Matt me. should end with in bed. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was watching this stream, Alden. That's, That's your first mistake. <laughs> you should have warned us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his daughter is currently less than six months old. So yeah, she can't so. understand it, but it's, it's just, I don't want to put subconsciously it's going to, it's going to reprogram in a bad way. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, t totally. Oh, yeah. Well, totally. Uh, but, but there's good ideas being spread on this. You know, we're getting to them young. Mm, that's true. I, I could do I, it. That's very We're coming true. for your children. <laughs> yeah, this will be the time that we get get Ixnade from YouTube here. Goodness gracious! All right, y'all. Um, what have what have y'all been up to this week? Any uh, any updates from the libertarian world? Your personal lives that you want to share? Anything like that before we jump into our topics? I unpacked my blue light. I see you actually have lighting this time. Yeah, That's I have really a lighting. I have my lamp, I have my and color a light and, and a, a curtain. curtain, yeah. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. Steven, Steven, what you been up to? I uh, just working my butt off, man. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it's been great, but it's also um, dominates my free time. So Nice. Yep. Yeah. No, I get it. Zane, he you also has to leave to unload furniture. So don't mind that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zane you got anything going yes. on? So uh, Libertarian Party of Fulton County, we've been helping our executive director, Elizabeth, uh, with her uh, Banish Big Brother project. So we've been sending in some Freedom of Information Act requests to the city of Sandy Springs about the various technologies they're using to spy on us. I sent one a couple months back just with a huge list of different technologies. And then they wrote back to me saying that if that if I wanted them to process their requests, uh, if I wanted them to process my request, it would take 
uh, about $600. Because apparently they're spying on us so much that just for them to tell me how much they're spying on me would take $600 worth of effort. So now <laughs> we're dividing at, it up. Did you look into that? Because, like, do they, uh, is it because you, you sent too large, too large of a list? Like, or is it like, did they think you wanted hard copies? Because I've so seen they, like, uh, cause I've looked into like the local school district here because I'm thinking about hitting them with some open records and seeing what kind of fucked up shit they're doing. <laughs> and, uh, and I looked at it and it was like, oh, it's, you know, X amount, of, you know, X amount per page or it's free if we just send you the electronic copies of it. And I'm like, well, I want the electronic stuff if I'm going to do it. So so th they bill you based off of the estimated time that it's going to take for them to go through all the records. Hmm. So they came back with some crazy estimate of how it was going to take like 25 hours worth of work for them to do it. Well, wow. we, we, we think that if we can divide it up into small enough chunks because the first 15 minutes of work is free, which it might be a challenge to get a small enough chunk that it only takes them 15 minutes. Mm. But that's what so, we're going to try. I mean, to we're do. talking government work here, right? So in, so in order for you to know what the government is doing behind your back without you knowing, you have to pay them an hourly rate to go get that information for you, even though that information is supposed to be free for us. Your information. That's you great. Own it, That's right? great. That's Honestly, great. I think that I wonder if that would be grounds on a lawsuit against them. Like, well, you can't like charge us for every little document that we ask for. Like, they can't charge us for anything. It, if it's freedom of information, especially if you're getting it electronically, it mm -hmm. should it should be completely free every single time because it's our be. information. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you would think that, but. <laughs> you would come up against the bureaucrat telling you pay a $600 or else you get squat. Oh, that's so, great. Thank you. That's why maybe you need to like go ask Martin or someone like, yeah. hey, is this something that we might be able to sue on and just go. like cause a little bit of bullshit that way? Like, yeah, you guys are going to do this. Or I'm just going to slap you with a lawsuit and it's my friend doing it. So like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's going to cost you more time and headaches than it's going to cost me. There we go. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, more intro stuff. Matthew, why don't you introduce yourself and tell people who you are and like what you're up to? I'm your brother. That's the most important thing. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's the least important. <laughs> I got to cut up for just a few minutes, guys. I'll be right back. Sure. Cool. Go move furniture. <laughs> what are we going to do without Steven? Um, uh, I don't even know. I just insulted him. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's I'm a reflex. Like, it's fine. I'm uh, just raising a daughter, sort of. Hannah's doing the heavy lifting, but uh, she's not too heavy yet, though, right? No, she's. She, I actually we just weighed her. She almost eighteen pounds. So. All right, you can do some nice little curling like, weight. You know? Yeah, a few squats every day. You know, that's that's decent resistance. Big time, though. All right, all right, Nick. Do you have any updates from your? neck of the woods or are we good to um, launch in? I, can, I continue to keep working on bitcoin caucus i was on the uh nice. mises caucus pa podcast earlier this week promoting that and talking through you know some news and trying to get some con help them with some content so okay uh did that and yeah so we're still building the bitcoin caucus and you can follow us on twitter at, Bit at bitcoin caucus and uh if you click the link tree you can hop in our discord um or any of our other social medias we got so nice you know come follow us and see uh see what we're starting to do over there because it's gonna be be cool at least 
Didn't the Mises Caucus start a podcast? There's been a national one for a while. There's actually like two or three different shows going on on the national one. Okay. But then like uh, Pennsylvania's got their own also. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. Um, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show, Zane reminded me when he started talking about uh, Fulton County. Um, we, if you, ha- if you find this interesting, if you enjoy what we provide, go to lpgeorgia.com to learn more about the Libertarian Party of Georgia and what we're doing. We have tons of resources there, lots of information for you to get. You can contact literally anybody in our organization and we will be happy to tell you about what we do and how we're spreading freedom and liberty for everybody around Georgia. And with this podcast, um, how we're sowing discontent and paranoia throughout the entire country. So <laughs> Jay Canna says that you need to uh, start tweeting out when we're live on the LP Georgia account. I, she, she I guess, te- I guess technically I'm in charge of LP Georgia's Twitter. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I should do that. You're right. You're 100% correct. I'm yeah. a failure. That's my fault. All right, Mr. Producer, Zach, let's go into our first story, man. We got a three-minute video from our favorite, Peter St. Ange. Two days ago, credit rating agency Fitch downgraded the federal debt. Are we moving from the gradually stage to the suddenly stage? Fitch is one of the big three credit rating outfits, together with Moody's and S&P, and they dropped the federal government from their highest rating, AAA, to their second highest, AA+, adding they see a, quote, steady deterioration that could suggest more cuts to come if nothing improves. Now, given the federal deficit is up 170% on last year... Uh-oh. That Jake's internet. Well, we can nope. speak to that's, that, I guess. But that's that's Zach's internet. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I might, well, pull, I might have to pull it up. Jeez, I got it, y'all. Don't worry. Is Twitter still percent of GDP by 2025, which is more than two and a half times the AAA country median of 39 percent. So it was already a friend rating. Fitch cited the repeated last-minute debt ceiling standoffs amid 20 years of deterioration in, quote, fiscal and debt matters. Biden's staff added that January 6th was a factor, which Fitch didn't mention in their report, but extra points for creativity. Note, this kind of downgrade did happen once before. In the 2011 debt ceiling clash, that time by S&P, because our nation is governed by laws, two weeks later, the federal government opened an investigation whether S&P caused the 2008 mortgage crisis, at which point S&P fired its CEO. So that was just 18 days from downgrade to unemployment. Even (laughs) NBC, which wasn't quite as bootlicky back then, connected the dots and questioned the timing. So we will see if any Fitch executives get that pink slip. But so far, the administration has, of course, strongly disagreed with the downgrade, with (laughs) Janet Yellen saying Fitch used, quote, outdated numbers, to which Zero Hedge responded, yes, they are outdated. Debt payments have actually doubled to roughly $1 trillion. And the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, is now projecting a $50 trillion national debt. So what is the impact of the downgrade? In theory, higher interest rates on government debt, meaning a rise in that $1 trillion we already spend on debt service, itself on track to $1.6 trillion this year, 
If federal debt is now risky, that makes investors nervous, so they require higher rates, which could push us towards $2 trillion in debt service. By the way, the entire federal government only collects about twice that, $4.8 trillion, meaning almost half of every tax dollar could soon go to servicing, not paying off mine, just servicing old debt. Still, it is worth noting that last time in 2011, the opposite happened. Stocks fell, but treasuries in the dollar actually rose in a flight to safety typical of any crisis. So near term, that could happen again, even if longer term is a weaker dollar and higher debt interest. The fundamental issue here is that the U.S. government is is spending like a drunk sailor with a stolen credit card. They're also drinking like drunk sailors. And even intimidation of credit rating agencies is not hiding the fact. I would not hold my breath for anything to change. The feds will just pay any higher interest with yet more debt. As always, accelerating the crash instead of fixing it, kicking that can over and over until you kick it and it doesn't budge. Okay, we'll be watching. See you next time. All right. So that's Mr. Peter St. Ange. If you don't know who he is, go look him up on Twitter. He is fantastic. Puts out many, many videos on what's happening in the economy. Great economist. Um, He's a good one. Yeah, he's very good. It's also first hilarious. Of, yeah, first of all, the snarkiness of this of this particular video is fantastic. I, love it. I hope he keeps that up because he has not always done that. He gets a little dry sometimes. So adding a little bit of this humor one was to the it. funniest one I've heard from him. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. They're also drinking like drunk sailors. I the bit that. about Yellen being like, it's outdated information. He's like, you're right. And now it's projected even worse. Like, so you're better <laughs> off with the old one. Like, I mean, it's, it's absolutely insane that, the, that apparently our credit rating is still good. I mean, we're on track to, you know, not be able to make our debt payments. But yep. I mean, it's it, it will be very soon. And like, not only that. Janet Yellen stood before Congress and said there she is trying to get to fifty million dollars, fifty trillion dollars. I was gonna say a trillion, yeah. She like that was a goal of hers because apparently going into more debt is a good thing, um, and so she like it was a goal of theirs to get to fifty trillion dollars worth of debt. And there, at the same an time, article I saw today from uh, the Guardian called uh, that was saying Bidenomics is working, and I'm like. Uh, gas prices are almost at four bucks. Uh, 50, you know, we're on track for fifty trillion dollars in debt. The uh, yeah, credit rating downgraded. Like, what what's actually working here? Um, what is working? I mean, food. I'm, I'm pretty sure are failing like crazy. <laughs> I think the stat that I saw, yeah, banks are failing left and right. I think the stat that I saw is that I think it was five years ago with a certain amount of money, you could buy the same groceries, or no, you could buy. 25%, 75% more groceries five years ago. Um, we got there. Than you can today. We got there. Yeah. <laughs> it just sometimes it takes me a while. You know, I read all these stats all day long and that's just. Yeah, 25%. It, no, the other goes. side, 75%. Yeah, 75%. Always. No, never that, go out in a blizzard. So it's not just, you know, gas. Gas isn't always the best tell. It's got to be a conglomeration of everything um, mm-hmm. packed, packed into one. And then you also have to look at very like specific things to know what's happening. Because like just just saying just like shutting down the keystone pipeline is going to mean higher gas prices so that doesn't necessarily mean anything for the economy in general um but it like can but it doesn't have to like the rectangle and the square rule kind of thing yeah correct and so the fact that biden is sitting there the whole administration is sitting there saying we're not in a recession the economy's fine 
he's brought back more jobs or he's like, you know, acquired more jobs than any president. 13 million jobs, Jake. 13 million. <laughs> he, he got 13 million jobs that uh, just out of thin air. It's not like they ever existed before, you know, four years ago. Yeah, but um, there's 3 million people dying a day from guns. So, <laughs> no, I, I thought it was 3 million black people. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Who, who there was some uh, communist or yeah. socialist making the argument that 25% of black people are killed each year by cops. <laughs> what? In America. We have like five people and, left. Like, and to to finish or to try to find a compromise in the debate with, I forget who was debating. He said, okay, can we say it's 15% then? And the guy was like, no, no. it's like <laughs> barely, it's barely 15. It's barely 15. If you put four zeros in front of Total. 15. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh. So, oh man. Yeah. He was basically like in, if, if that was the scenario, then there would be no black people left in like six months. Yeah, yeah. Pick a starting point and then absolutely no one left in or or fraction like you'd have like a half of a person left. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I, I think the reason why they're still assigning, you know, the double A plus rating, which is still pretty good, and not actually giving it a bad rating, is that ultimately the government can just co opt the Fed to just monetize all the debt that they produce. So if the U.S. wants to, they can just print the money to pay off all the debt, regardless of however much debt they go into. So there are kind of two things that I think Fitch could be looking Which, at. Well, not a default. There's, In my no, mind, that's let, still a default. No, because you're let, no, finish. let him finish. Let him finish, Nick. Uh, let him finish. <laughs> so the, the, the first scenario that Fitch could be looking at here is that, you know, they actually default which can really only happen if Congress decides we're not going to pay this, which from a, a libertarian perspective, I would actually welcome because I think that almost everything that the government does with the money that gets loaned to it is deeply immoral and people should not loan to the government. And if they get, and if the lenders get defaulted on by the government, that's probably a good thing. But the other thing that Fish could be looking at, which is much more worrying, is you know, the, the possibility that all the debt gets monetized, which would cause, you know, very, very bad inflation, much worse than we're seeing now even. And and so that the bondholders would be getting paid back in money that's worth substantially less than the money that they lent to it. And if that's happening, that could very well be causing the, the oh, for credit sure. uh, decrease as well. For sure. And I think uh, Janet Yellen, when she was saying their goal is 50 million, is that they're going to sell debt um, to other countries, 50 trillion. I keep saying million, idiot. <laughs> 50 trillion. They were going to sell debt. And at 1820, like, <laughs> like at that point, at that point, like who's going to buy that debt? Who actually thinks we're going to pay back our debts? Like at some point you've already dug yourself so deep that no one is going to buy your debt. And so you're Japan. Just sit with that. Oh, you think <laughs> Japan's currently holding the bag. Uh, do they want and another they, nuke? Keep buying it. Didn't Japan back off of some of their yield curve controls or they did something with their yield curve, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They, Like I said, currency manipulation. Once it gets up in that level, once the dollar is worth more than 140 yen, they will not sustain that for longer than a month. Both countries get together and manipulate their currency to get it back down into a manageable channel. They want it to be anywhere from 100 to 130 yen. They want it in that range. And it gets out of that range, they... they get together and make changes. Interesting. Yes. So when you talk about nobody wanting to buy our debt anymore, 
it could be very easy to get into a vicious cycle where if you just keep printing money, people, it, investors will notice that they're getting paid back in less valuable money. So they demand higher interest rates, mm. which causes you to have to pay more money on debt service, which causes you to have to print more money, which causes you to have to pay even higher interest rates and so on and so forth. But I, I mean, I guess the one saving grace for the US regime is that countries like Japan and China that have tons and tons of our debt, if they try to not roll it over, like if they say, we're not buying any more of your bonds, we demand to be repaid, that could cause such a crisis that it might be terrible for their economy too, and they might just put up with it and keep rolling the debt over. Uh, at this level, I'm, I'm surprised that China hadn't gotten like a $5 trillion middle finger uh, for the damage they did to us in 2020. Um, yeah. No kidding. You know, among other things. Uh, so it, it's just, and we're not innocent in this, this whole debacle either. Uh, but there's things that they have knowingly and deliberately done to us that has undoubtedly damaged our economy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, at least for the COVID thing, I mean, that because pretty sure Congress had some hearings on this and it was kind of a slam dunk that, you know, whether or not it was intentional, that's where it came from. Yeah. But and, when you uh, have, when you have a president who's taking money from China, like, Chinese Communist Party or Chinese company. Hey, he's not taking it. His son's taking it and kicking ten percent up to the big guy. My bad. That's right. That's My right. That's, and they have plans, really by the way, to build the world's largest LNG plant or LNG port in Ukraine with Chinese money. Great. Did you? Gosh, I'm gonna. We're gonna get so sidetracked if we keep going on this. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm fine with it. I'm actually. We can. We can get sidetracked because I was. I was about to go down the fact that Biden just asked Congress. If he could spend money that was meant for Ukraine in Taiwan. Yep. Really? Like, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised he even felt like he had to ask Congress. I, I'm surprised he asked too. It's probably because he's senile. He's probably forgotten <laughs> that he doesn't have to ask. The only reason he asked, yeah. yeah. He asked, or did Jake Sullivan ask? I, that's a good question. Yeah. Oh, that's well, he, he also asked for an ice cream now. in the same sentence. <laughs> you know, hey, can we use the, can we use Ukraine money for Taiwan? And, uh, and I need another double scoop, please. And can I get a fresh <laughs> diaper over here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, do we have anything else to say about uh, our primary topic on the night? Because we just burned through it in twenty minutes. Well, I was just going to say Zane said something about the double A plus, but I figured they did double A plus just so that poor guy at Fitch didn't get fired like the S&P guy did. He didn't want to take it too low. He just kept it a little high. So he didn't, didn't want it to be fired. too accurate. Yeah. Well, apparently yeah. chef at Martha's Vineyard is, you know, his second choice of career. <laughs> so he's going to play it safe a little bit. Yeah. Some, of the, some of the defenses, like I saw that Yellen had to it, though, it was, you know, beyond just the, well, they're using outdated information. Uh, it was between Yellen and like, Jamie Dimon and I also saw Warren Buffett say, oh, I'm still buying treasuries every month, every week. Whatever. Well, what was it? It was last uh, last November. They had uh, the six month T-bonds uh, that, I mean, had 10 and a half percent yield on them. You know, so that's one of the things you can benefit from in that inverted yield curve is you can get some some short term gains out the wazoo, man. If, it, you know, if they got six or 12 month T-bonds that are going for double digit returns, you better hop on that. <laughs> Especially if you know hundred dollars now, six months from now is worth ninety. Mm. What's a T know? bond? Treasury bonds. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I was like T, like Boston Tea Party bonds. Like, what's going on? Yeah, with so they, they have certain time frames, and uh, you know you ha you have to let them mature. There's penalties if you if you 
uh, cash them in before their maturity. Right. Uh, but once do they're they fully ever, mature, do they ever like waive that at all? Cause I know with like municipal bonds, they sometimes waive that to get them to like move faster or whatever. They, they will for municipal bonds, but I don't like for the consumer level for us. Uh, okay. Not that I'm aware of anyways. I'm not a banker. All right. yeah. Don't Maybe even play one on a podcast. You would be, you wouldn't, if you would, if you were, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I would be on Epstein Island. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe. I believe it's trivia time. Zach, let's do it, brother. Have a drop. I forfeit. There we go. All right. Libations trivia. Let me pull it up. Sorry, I had it up and then I had to restart my computer. So we forgive failed. you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Libations trivia 8323. This day in history, prison and football. Everybody knows the rules. I'm not going to go over them again. Matthew, the main rule is to answer a question, I'm just you got to get the them all right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You have to cover the camera to answer the question. There you go. So I got you my got football. It. You got to do it quick because Zane, Zane will be Because Zane basically just has his hand there the whole time. <laughs> Although All Zane's right. a Swifty, so I don't know if he actually knows anything on the football, which I don't know anything either. But All-time scoreboard. <laughs> Zane, six. Nick, three. Steve, one. Audience, one. Guest, one. Alden, zero. <laughs> one, one of these days, Alden. One of these days, man. Yeah, I'm, I did I'm pretty gonna, good. I'm gonna do one Steelers. on art, just art. Pittsburgh Steelers trivia. Steelers trivia, I, art I can do okay. Uh, Zach did one on drugs, and he was like, "I did one for you," and that that round I did really well. <laughs> but I still didn't. Win. <laughs> I'll do I'll do drugs, guns, and art for you. There you go. One day, Alden. Yeah. All right, round one. It still says the day in history. I had to not fix it yet again. <laughs> the day. I don't mind it actually. On this day in 1958, nuclear submarine Nautilus was the first submarine in history to do what, Zane? Uh, go to the deepest point in the ocean. Wrong. Alden, you got to cover the camera, man. You know where your camera is. <laughs> I really don't. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Alden, go. Test launch. No. Matt. I was going to say circumnavigate the globe. Nope. Steven. Uh, stay submerged for longer than any other submarine ever has. Nope. Nick. Uh, fire a missile? Nope. Alden. Fire a missile at a no. giant Martian robot. <laughs> it was in the Iron Giant. It was a documentary. Hannah says go to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick. <laughs> Nick, go. Go, go 20,000 leagues under the sea. Wrong. Our audience gets it correct. Go to the North Pole. They went where they nuked That's the just not even cool, though. Really, like, yeah, they went underneath. Everybody's going the North, North Pole. Pole you know? Why do they do that? It's hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Audience taking the early lead. Zane didn't know something, y'all. Everybody celebrate. Should we drink to that? He was that's so not quick. even. That's was so like a real question. That. Who cares? I don't care. Zane got one wrong. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. Question number two. On this day in 1923, a vice president was promoted after the president died. Who are the two men? Zane. Uh, Warren Harding and the OG Calvin Coolidge. Yeah. Wow. Nailed it. Nailed it. 
All right, question number three. On this day in 1996, this song topped the U.S. pop charts and stayed in the top 100 for a record-breaking 60 weeks. What song was it? Matthew. Who let the dogs out? No. That's too early Steven. for that one. Uh, freak Nasty to dip. No. Alden. Every day is a winding road. Show Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I'm like 1996. What came out in 96? Zane, go. Um, believe. No. Nick, you got an answer? Uh, I got nothing on this one. I can't think of who would be around tonight. I was four years old. I... All right. It's open for everybody. Smells like teen spirit. What? No, no. You still got to raise your hand. Can we get a genre? Steven, like... wrong. <laughs> okay. 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 I'll, I'll say this. It's equally as idiotic as who let the dogs out. <laughs> it's a... Matthew, you get to answer. Uh, what's the song that's like, uh, it's tricky, it's tricky, 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 tricky. <laughs> uh, the no, audience, really the audience got it right. The oh, no. oh, oh my god. <laughs> if we lose to the audience, I'm firing Does that Zane. count as a song? <laughs> the Macarena was in the top 100 for 60 60 weeks? weeks? <laughs> that's that's can, you imagine, can you imagine being that sad? To, that That's your top 100 song oh, for that long? I still do it to this day at every wedding I ever go to. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it is at every wedding, ever. It's absurd. Yeah. I hate it. All right. It's the only reason I refuse to get married. Next question. <laughs> On this day in 1492, what did Columbus do, Matt? He sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> he said sail. Yeah. Say the exact same Me too, yeah. It's like locked in there, man. Why do you think I worded it like that? So it would rhyme. It's way, way better. On this day in 1949, a league was born for a certain American sport. What sport and what league? Steven. Uh, it was the American Football League and for American football. Wrong. Matt. I'm going to say it was the ABA for basketball. Wrong. Zane. I'm going to say it's the NBA for basketball. NBA for wow. basketball. There you go. But the ABA was first. Maybe it, it was. And it, it was, was first. Correct. Yep. I thought Matt, if there was sports questions, was going to edge out Zane, but apparently not. <laughs> Matt, I, I mean, thought ABA was well. ABA was first. I, yeah, <clears throat> ABA was first. Yep. Here we go. On this day in 1914, which two countries declared war on each other? Zane. Um, Serbia uh, and Austria-Hungary. Wrong, Matt. Is it uh, Prussia and Austria-Hungary? Wrong. Nick? Uh, I'd say the Austrians and... No, no, no. The uh, Germans and the Russians. Wrong. Steven? The French and the Prussians. Wrong. Alden? Um, you got five seconds, Alden. The Spanish and... The French. I'm going to make history right up as we right. go here. Before we go to everybody, before we go to everybody, <clears throat> both of the countries have been said, just not as a pair. Uh -huh, of course. Matt, no. Austria, Hungary, and Russia. Wrong. God. Nick. Serbia and Russia? Nope. Zane. Um, Germany and Russia. 
Wrong. <laughs> I said that. Oh, you did? Germany and France. That's nice. the, audi the audience got it again. And then hmm. France surrendered immediately. Germany didn't even want to go to war with France as much as... That's the Maginot line, isn't it, right? Yeah. I feel Maginot like I was World yeah. War II. Points, you know? <laughs> Wasn't Maginot World War II? Oh, maybe. Okay. Next, next question. On this day in 1984, this woman became the first American gymnast to win an individual Olympic gold medal. Matthew. Is that not a... Uh... Oh my gosh, I just forgot her name. Yeah, I'll say seconds. Mary Lou Retton, but it's the other one. It's Mary Lou ah. Retton. Oh! <laughs> I thought it was the other, uh, the other girl that broke her foot. I know. I can't remember her name either. Yeah. Like, if you said it, I'd know it. Yeah, yeah. She forgets the losers. I feel, I feel like she did win, but it wasn't that year. <laughs> Michael no, yeah. Phelps. It was a different year. She won, yeah. yeah. I was, I was going to say Jackie Joyner-Kersey, but that was not <laughs> It's not right. <laughs> it's Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're bringing things back from three shows ago. That's great. yeah. For anyone who right. wasn't watching, yeah. Next question. Uh, On this day in 1941, this American entrepreneur and domestic lifestyle innovator was born. Zane. Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Good lord. <laughs> Zane. I mean, I, I couldn't think of anybody else who would meet the description of domestic lifestyle innovator. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's it's a fair, ridiculous yeah. term. It's a ridiculous term. Maybe Zach Efron. Yeah. <laughs> He's not that old. <laughs> Next question. On this day in 1940, what country was accepted into the USSR following the Soviet occupation of the Baltic states? Matt. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just trying to beat Zane, but I'm going to say it's Lithuania. Um, hang on. Before I, for, I forget who it is, and I can't see the next title. Can't see the next one. Give me two seconds. I got to make sure. <clears throat> uh, what country did you say, Matthew? Lithuania. Lithuania. Nailed it. Wow. You got like a one in five shot, right? I was going to say Brazil, you know. You've actually got a one in three shot. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Lithuania, <laughs> Latvia, uh, Estonia. Estonia. Yeah, those are the three. Those are the only three in the Baltics? Yeah. Yeah. Belarus kind of I guess Finland's Scandinavian, right? Although it's right there next to the Baltic Sea. <clears throat> Interesting. All right, final question around one. Not Brazil? On this day in 1960, which African country gained its independence from France? Zane. Algeria. Wrong. Matthew. Senegal. Wrong. Steven. Gambia. Wrong. Alden was next. Nick, you're after that. Ethiopia. Wrong. Morocco? Wrong. It's geographically close. Did somebody touch the camera? Sorry, I was gone for a second. Yeah, I did. Matt, go. Uh, Ghana. Nope. Steven. Senegal. Nope. Alden. Zimbabwe. No, Nick. Ivory Coast. No. Zane. Benin. No. Boy, the French really did some colonizing. Steve is incorrect. Hannah is incorrect. Y'all have 10 seconds. <clears throat> Matthew. Oh, uh, oh no. Uh, Tunisia. No. Steven. Namibia. No. Nick. Western Sahara. <laughs> no. Alden. Niger. 
It is Nigeria. Hey. <laughs> I think we named almost every African country, right? I mean, honestly, it's like at least every French speaking African country. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure I named all the Francophones. Niger. Are we going to give him that? Huh? I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Niger. Oh, so are we going to give him that? I think we're going to get There's a coup going on, so we're going to have a coup with a name also. <laughs> All right. After <clears throat> one round, let's see. Zane, Matt, and the audience are tied at three. And Alden is in second with one. Steven Ooh. and Nick have zero. All right. This one's Prison Dementors. Matthew, <laughs> you're the only one who would get that reference. Azkaban. No, no, the it's, office. it's the office. It's the the they were oh. flying around. They sucked the soul out of your body. And it hung <laughs> All right. This is all about uh, prison statistics. So most of these, if it's a statistical answer, everybody gets one guess. You don't get to keep guessing afterwards. So make your guess count. And if Is you, it if, just closest? Yeah, it'll be closest. Okay. Um, here we go. But you still have to get there quick. Otherwise, Wait, somebody's going because uh, someone really will take your someone will take your guess. You know? Oh, so you can't? Yeah, right. Here we go. Can't double up. The U.S. has the largest incarceration rate in the world. What is the number of people in prisons per one hundred thousand citizens, Matthew? It's like thirty-four. Zane, I was going to go three hundred and forty. Okay, Nick, I'm going to go seventy-five. Okay, Stephen. I'm going to go 325. Okay, Alden. 280. What did Zane and Steven say? I said 340. He said 325. Zane gets it. 698. Oh, wow. It's an insane. It's a ridiculous amount. It's I mean it's absurd. God, right. That's even that's seriously almost three times as high as my guess, and I thought my guess was really that's, that's exactly why Alex Jones named his first website Prison Planet. Yeah, yeah. that is depressing. Robert would have gotten it right had he. Yeah, he uh, was very close, man. Had yeah. he not been on such a delay, he. Uh, Robert's a little bit more delayed. I'm pretty sure he uses some type of VPN to watch everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Smart yeah, I have to turn my VPN off to host this show because otherwise, everything, be yeah, because I host it through Portugal. Off. So, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, well, the feds now know where your land is. Oh, that's okay. Um, they already knew it's in the books. All right, next question What percentage of the world's incarcerated people are in U.S. prisons? Steven 25. Um, who's next? Me. Matthew? Uh, nine. Nick? 18. Alden? Eight. Zane? What? 20. You know, I don't even know why I let everybody keep going, because Stephen nailed it. Wow. <clears throat> nice. Our population is only 4% of the world, but we have 25% of the incarcerated individuals. I'm just going to start guessing. Every family Thanksgiving after about beer seven, this <laughs> comes out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what happens after beer eight and nine then? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that That's when we just start playing video games. <laughs> that's when he starts talking about stargate <laughs> yeah. all right question number I gotta three be at this thanksgiving of the people in prison what percentage are nonviolent offenders zane 85 alden is this u.s prisons u.s prisons 
90. Steven. 45. Nick. This is a hard one because I think a lot of times, you know, they charge the easier stuff, but I'm going to go 33. Wait to put a disclaimer before your answer. Good job. Matt. You're going to go an even 50. What did you guess, Steven? 45. It's 46. Wow. 46% of the people in prison didn't hurt anyone. I started just doubling my answer. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, I went really high because I figured the higher the stat actually was, the more likely you would be to bring it up during trivia. <laughs> Fair I enough. went high because I was going to say something in this range. And then I was like, I've been so wrong that I just doubled it. Like <laughs> Hannah almost got it too. Hannah, Jeez, Matt, and Steven yeah. were within 5%. That's wow. great. All right. Next question. What percentage of prisons are privately owned? Zane. I'll just go with half. Alden. 66. Matt? Uh, 30. Steven? I'm going to go with 70. Nick? Uh, 40. What did what did Zane and Alden say? Sorry, I forgot. I said 66. I said, I said half. Did anybody guess under half? I said 40. I guess 30. Oh, Matt guessed 30? Matt gets it. It's 8.2%. Oh, oh, huh. I knew it wasn't very many, but I figured since you're doing Which, it. you know, a fun fact with, you know, various law enforcement people being in my family and near my family, uh, I've been reassured that if you really had a choice, which you don't, um, you know, even though libertarians were against the concept of privately owned prisons, if you really have a choice, you really want to go to one of the privately owned ones that's actually run for profit because they make profit on taking care of you. Hmm. The government ones don't. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. I, I've heard conflicting stuff on that. I'm not saying that you're wrong. But yeah, I, I will gonna... say it's a, it's a lot of progressive types that get really angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's only one way to settle this. Both y'all go murder someone. We'll try and get y'all to separate prisons. And we'll <laughs> <laughs> so what I, what I was going to say was the progressive types that get really angry about the concept of private prisons and say that you know they're just so profit seeking and that's why they're bad the reason why they're bad is because they're being contracted to do what the government would otherwise do mm. so it doesn't matter that they're private because they're mm. operating at the behest of the government right well, my, you bring my the on... into it they're mad at the Koch brothers the Koch brothers are heavily invested in privately owned prisons and they're tied into a legislative lobbyist body called the american legislative exchange exchange council alec uh, that they, they specialize in getting bills rammed through in certain states, uh, you know, particularly conservative states that crack down on nonviolent crimes uh, and have their prisons put there. I don't know. Steven sounds pretty uninformed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've heard that we're very uninformed. Uh, there we go. No, I'm uninformed. I, I, officially, I officially challenge a nuke ledge to come on the show and challenge me in trivia. Oh, Ooh. don't. All right. Don't okay. Or to, I would I would say just to debate Zane in literally anything <laughs> and see who's less informed. Like Taylor Swift versus the, any other, you know, there we pop go. star. Yeah. All right. This next one is not a statistical answer. So first one to get it gets it. What prison practice slash punishment is still allowed in the United States that is no longer used in most developed countries? Zane. Capital punishment. That is correct. Mm. All right. 
After two rounds, Zane has seven. Matt has five. Steven has four. Audience has three. And Nick has zero. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those days. I didn't know if the death penalty, if that counted as like part of the prison system or just like yeah, the judicial system. Because it's a sentence. Say, yeah. So yeah. I didn't know if that one counted as prison. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. You know, <laughs> you, you win some. I like waterboarding. I mean, as it's death, like though. you get the death penalty in court, not you as get, prison. Yeah, you get maybe yeah, killed yeah. there, right? Yeah. Well, but there was a state place. recently that had a, a firing squad, right? I remember reading something about Utah, that. Yeah, Idaho, they, couldn't get the, at they couldn't get the chemicals, so they were like, yeah, we're just going to shoot them. I, <laughs> yeah, I think it's legal in Utah, and I think Idaho was looking at adding it, and a couple other states were also. To add be way more penalty? cool to die by firing squad. To add the firing injection. squad, yeah. Oh, the I, fire. Yeah, I mean, the, the lethal injection thing. Like, that, why is a doctor there? Why is the needle sanitary? Why do why we swab? You, yeah. <laughs> why why, yeah, doing the swab. Like, what is that? I'll Don't take, get an infection. I'll take yeah. The firing squad every time. Easily. <laughs> the fact so that the doctor, the fact that a doctor is there, it feels like they're violating the Hippocratic oath. You know, first do no harm. They're literally yeah. there to Which is the why doctor. they're not allowed to, which is why the doctor is not allowed to do anything. It's a veterinary. Yeah, there can only, uh, they can only declare time of death. Yeah, I mean, if if I got the death penalty, I got to choose. It's like you know, sell pay, have Dana White sell pay per view tickets, have Francis and Ganu punch me in the face, full force, no gloves. <laughs> and if you survive, that is your sentence, and then you have to live. There we go. And, you know, yeah. Yes, and just give me a helmet and some crayons afterward. Yeah, and I'll just eat through a straw the rest of my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> I assume y'all discussed the story about the guy who got a life sentence, and then he technically died for like five seconds. And so he claimed he should be released because... Oh, on grounds of he died. having achieved death in some sense yes. by definition. That's interesting. Oh, that we might get into that after trivia. That's the I biggest loophole that, of that with a, uh, with a botched ex execution also. Like, oh yeah, I survived this, so I... I heard... Yeah, I mean, technically that's... Botched, you should be free. Yeah, I agree with that. That's cool. I heard about that case. I'm pretty sure the judge said that the fact that the that the prisoner was there being able to mount that complaint was evidence that they were still alive and not dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Flip the script. Still an go. interesting defense. I like it. All right. Final round. It's all about soccer, y'all. And the only reason that I did it with soccer is because Wrexham AFC, my team, begins uh, their next season to, uh, two days from now in the... Uh, Who do they play first? Jake, jumping on, on MK board Dom. the TV show. That's okay, Yeah. What's that? that means Milton Keynes, Jake. <laughs> All right, here we go. First question. Which team holds the record for the most Premier League titles? Matt. Liverpool. Wrong. Alden. Manchester United. <laughs> they used to be Liverpool, then they said that was going to be my guess. Man, I know like four teams. Okay. I, I figured everyone would know like the top three. The four, four teams, teams. Yeah. you know probably are the most likely to have done it. That's, oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's just Premier League. It's not the history of, it's, it's not like the English top division. Look, it said Premier League titles. It says Premier League. Well, okay. read, read the question. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So since 1992. It doesn't say English top league. <laughs> okay, fine. Sure. All right, here we go. Here we go. 
What club has the oldest international stadium in the world, and when was it built? Matt. What does it mean, international? What does that mean? <laughs> oldest? Yeah. Like, I know Wrexham has the, the oldest stadium in the world, and it was built in 1880. Wrong. I have to get the exact year? You get partial. You got Wrexham correct. I mean, Alden. come on. Alden, go. 1890. No, nope. Stephen, go. Wrexham, eighteen twelve. No, Nick. Eighteen forty-two. No, nope. Zane. Eighteen eighty-one. <laughs> okay, what did Matthew say? But eighteen eighty. Okay, go over your answers again. Let me remember. Let me remember what everybody. I said eighteen twelve. Eighteen ninety. Nick said what? Forty-two. I'm doing math. We'll Matthew, be here a Matthew, while. Matthew gets it. <laughs> 1864 Before is the, the Civil correct War, answer. During the Civil War. It's crazy. Isn't that Coincidentally, crazy? That's, uh, that, there was a, a short price increase in IPAs uh, <laughs> at Burton-on-Trent at the time, which was the birthplace of the IPA style, which you know the IPA was a status symbol in the late 1800s, Jake. I, IPAs were founded yes. in England, even though they're called <laughs> India. <laughs> that that sounds like the communist stuff there. Yeah, doesn't sound great. Rexham oh. sounds too close to rectum. I, <laughs> I actually agree with you. All right, final question. Don't make final fun of question. the here's, here's, how it's, here's how the score looks right now. Matt has eight. Zane has seven. Steven and Alden can get second place with their tied at four. Nick has zero. Audience has three. I'll take second. Here we go. What was the original name of the sport of soccer? Zane. Football. Wrong. Matt. Association football. There we go. Association Dang. football. It's ass football. <laughs> ass foot yeah yeah ass dot foot well, yeah. so soccer came from an abbreviation for association oh you know and what so that uh, really they, makes sense to me they started calling it soccer in england before they started calling it soccer here and huh. another and fun trivia fall into a real sport and they kept no no close. american football was invented first it was really two years before soccer was invented but exactly. why do they call American football football? Do we know? Probably, cause, I don't know. They probably used to kick people a lot more. <laughs> Should be no, called I hand the, I think they really get down to, to it. The ball way more. It's a bit more like rugby, you know, where they kick it a little more. Yeah. It, so the game used to be different. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's all an evolution, right? It's yeah. not like if someone sat down one day and it's said, evolution, baby. Sport that I call, here's two different sports that we call the same thing. Yeah, I mean, this is in basketball where one guy just invented it one day. So, yeah, when the, when the fish got feet, they decided they liked kicking a ball back and forth. All right, y'all. Well, let's if you go back, if you if you go back far enough, I think soccer originated by some people just kicking a dead guy's severed head around. I thought it was like a severed goat head in, in ancient Babylon or something. Goodness if, gracious! If it's Babylon, heard. yeah, then yeah. it's. All right, y'all. Well, the, the final score, we have another audience or another guest victory tonight. Matt, hey. 11. Zane, 7. Steven and Alden with 4. Audience with 3. And it's not next night. The big goose egg. For next I beat the audience, though, so I feel you did, good. You, know? you did beat the audience. Next week, we'll get my daughter on. We'll go for the uh, trifecta. 
for the green <laughs> i don't know if i can beat your daughter next week we're in iceland matthew so that ain't happening. i know i figured we'd broadcast from iceland i will not, not be what because it'd be happening at 2 30 in the morning there <laughs> so what it's still so, sunny yeah it, it would still be sunny <laughs> <laughs> It's always sunny in Iceland. (laughs) Except when you Um, go in November. I was going to say, in the summer. It's never sunny in Iceland. (laughs) Well, yeah, I will not be hosting this for the next two weeks. Uh, Y'all are just now learning about that. Um, Where are you the second week? Zach, you're still in Iceland. (laughs) For that long? Yeah. Hey, I'll I'll host next week. It'll be my birthday eve. Love it. I love it. Mm. All right. I'll drink more than usual. You're the host for next week. We'll find a host... um, Whoever wants to host the week after, yeah, you're welcome I can to do the week after. There we go. All Sweet. right, Zach, let's go to our next story. Fulton commissioners give green light to find out to find how to fund almost one point seven billion dollar new jail facility in Which, Fulton County. By the way, this study cost a million dollars. This million-dollar study that they did could have gone to the victim of the bedbugs. I forget the guy's name. Please forgive me for that. But uh, there's something to that story, too. You know, this guy had some kind of pre-existing condition. He's one of those guys that's, like, allergic to the color red or something like that as well. But the photos that they posted of this guy's cell, they look like some kind of Soviet gel cell. Like Cold War era, like it's just it's awful. Uh, But, you know, quite honestly, what does it take to get killed by bed bugs? Killed by is insane. Yeah, Uh, right. Like you have have to be allergic to loud noises. You know, like hang on, Stephen. No, no one except you knows what this bed bug story is. So can you tell people what is going on? Why this? Yes, there, 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 there was, there was a, there was a gentleman that was convicted of simple battery in June of 2022 in Fulton County. He, he was, uh, he was given, um, I don't know what the term was, but he was given a, a free stay at Fulton County's finest free hotel. And uh, you know, while he was there during his tenure at this hotel, I guess room service was not doing their job adequately and he succumbed to his conditions. Um, How long was he there? He was there for, I mean, cause this was, I mean, it wasn't until February, March of this year. So we're talking over six to nine months. So like, were the bed bugs like there the whole time? Like, was this like a chronic, like long-term thing or was he like bit by bed bugs and was like allergic to bed bugs or some crazy thing? That's gotta, it's gotta be something like that, man. You know, like did it? Did he have like that, did he had that tick bite thing? You know, because mm. that that thing's going around now. These ticks, these Lone Star ticks that came from Texas. Uh, you know, Rush Limbaugh was talking about these things back in 2017, and I was like, this guy's a nut. I turned him off, <laughs> and now I know people that have that. They had this tick bite. They were allergic to red meat. Yeah, it's what? insane. The uh, and it, it, you know, to dive down the hot takes and conspiratorial stuff, we like to get down every so often. Isn't it funny that this disease pops up? <laughs> Right as they're pushing against red meat, saying how bad it is for the environment, and all of a sudden, <laughs> oh look, these these ticks are now spreading this disease. That oh, and now we have seven states that have introduced. Some of them have passed bills banning uh, the genetic vaccine being put into the meat. So, like Wyoming, uh, you know, like these these traditional farming states, like yeah. they've passed bills saying that you can't give 
the the jab, you know, the genetic engineering jab to your cows or your pigs because this mm -hmm. stuff is being transferred through the meat. Like after they're slaughtered, like this genetic mutation that this shot puts in them is being transferred through the food. And now you have multiple states getting ahead of that. But, you know, is it that? I don't know. Uh, but that's that's what's going on is that there was a dude that went to jail. Uh, you know, he beat somebody up. You know, he was a criminal. And, uh, you know, while he the was in jail, the word criminal. Do what? In the libertarian sense of the word. criminal, Absolutely. He was a violent criminal. You know, Not he committed a hate crime. He beat somebody. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, while he was in there, you know, the jail was so unkempt that he is no more. You know, and so then the family starts to sue the jail. By the way, I think I'm pretty sure this is the same jail where the rapper T.I. just deuced out at the end of a music video. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember that, but whenever because they found out. So the rapper T.I., he had two, multiple houses in Augusta, Georgia, that yeah. were there was no furnishing in these houses. It was full of palletized U.S. currency. Wait. What? And they were and they were like, how do you explain that we find a couple of houses of pallets of money in your name? 200 miles from where you live. It's good for the I, back, I this was a free country. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh, I made all that rapping. And they're like, well, how much have you made rapping? He's like, ah, 40-something million. And they're like, cool, we recovered more than that from these houses. What are you doing? And I mean, MTV did sure a whole special one, one pallet's probably more than 47 million. Uh, it's, uh, no, actually, it's not. It's like 10, I think. Wow. Uh, I don't know how much is in a pallet of money that is like outside <laughs> of my scope of money knowledge, yeah. for sure. But this dude, had, he had a couple of houses like full of pallets of money. And this is like some breaking bad. So they put him in jail. MTV did a whole special about it. Like, you know, TI's road to recovery, all this crap. And turns out he was trafficking guns and cocaine. Um, now that makes more sense. And, and by the way, you know, he wrote a lot of his raps. That's, not a, that's not a crime in the libertarian sense of the word. Well, sure. That's but you can listen, you can listen to his throwback remix in 2003. And he even says he's running cocaine with the Republicans and the Colombians. Okay. <laughs> So he's pretty open about what, who he was dealing with, Mitch McConnell, cough, cough. He didn't even bother uh, with a metaphor, you know. Okay. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyways, you know, he goes to prison, goes to jail, whatever, and they let him film a music video while he's in jail. Hmm. <laughs> now, I got to look back through the time log here. I got to look I mean, back on the like calendar. Was this the same year that Sheriff, Fulton County Sheriff Labatt was jailer of the year? I don't know. But there Taylor was a year, year. that T.I., he, he filmed a music video. Everybody's jamming out because he's playing his music. And at the end of the music video, he just he hangs the deuces and walks out of jail. <laughs> so, like, this this jail has a has a long documented history of not being worth a damn. <laughs> and uh, so there's probably a lot of bed bugs. There's probably some other stuff going around. But who knows what other pre-existing conditions this dude had. But that, anyways, all that turmoil sparked this study of what are the conditions? How are we handling this? You know, meanwhile, you've got these stories spiraling of, you know, they're sneaking cell phones in there and people are selling drugs from jail. I don't know if you guys read Maxim Magazine in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, uh, I do. There's, <laughs> there's a rap group, uh, GUN, Generations of United Nortinos, over there in California. Their gang multiplied in size and scope while their entire leadership was in federal max prison 
These guys were like cutting letters off the bands of their underwear and flicking them out the window. They were recording <laughs> platinum selling CDs from prison. It's a banger, by the way. G U N. It's a banger. Jorge Califas is a good jam. Uh, they recorded uh, it from prison, and I learned this from Maxim Magazine. So it's, you know, the prisons are not being run properly at all. By the way, for profit ones, keep that shit on the low. That's crazy. Uh, you know, that that doesn't happen in a for-profit prison. But in a government prison, you got government workers. You got the people that are supposed to be monitoring the inmates. They're having sex with them. They're giving them cell phones. They're letting more. They're falling, as, they're falling asleep while that while someone on suicide watch commits suicide. All of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while the cameras <laughs> fail. Suicide watch yeah. and the cameras yeah. fail. You know, so quite honestly, you know that number probably needs to be a little above what was it eight uh, percent. You know, it probably needs to be a little higher than that. Uh, so that that's what sparked this whole thing. We have a million dollar study of whether or not they need a new jail. I think we need less laws on the books well they were you know, they were also looking at reopening the closed atlanta jail which they promised to make into like some community center or something why would yeah. you want to go to a community center that used to be a jail i don't know that was like the promise was like they were going to convert the uh the former atlanta they have good jail showers to the community know. uh to a community center or something like that and then uh then uh fulton sheriff's like yeah, actually, can we reopen that? We kind of need it. Well, it does have a, a built-in uh, rec center already, I guess. But, yeah, uh, Alden makes I, a good point. I, it's got community showers, too, for a community yeah. center. It's great. <laughs> dilly dilly. I did hear about the bedbug story. And, you know, at least in the world of the World Economic Forum, we're eating the bugs, not the other way around. <laughs> in right. Soviet Russia, where bugs eat you. And, and I mean, we're we're approaching a threshold where half of the people in our jails are there for nonviolent offenses, and so the entire merit, let's say, for why we need this 1.7 billion dollar new jail in Fulton County is so we can house a 40 percent ratio of people that have committed nonviolent crimes. And then there was a study done by the ALCU, ACLU, excuse me. Uh, which, you know, as much as I despise these commies, a broken clock is right twice a day. Uh, so, you know, the ACLU did a study a couple of, like a year and a half ago, I think. And it was half the people in the Fulton County Jail weren't even charged with a crime yet. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, just the mere so, fact, like the million like, dollar study even is just the million dollar is ridiculous. The Cow- Texas, the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. The, one of the nicest stadiums to have ever been built. Cost Didn't they have the biggest TV screen on the planet at the time? Yes. And it cost less than... It probably still does. It's, it it cost, might still, yeah. cost, what, 60% of what this jail is going to cost. Yeah. And the Superdome in New Orleans cost half a billion. They built it over 30 years ago. It's still there. Yeah. They're still hosting Super Bowls. I feel like we okay, should like well, outsource some of this government like study work to like colleges or something and be like, yeah, you're gonna if you want to pass, you're gonna do this and you're gonna do it for free. Well, at <laughs> least at least they're making a jail yeah, that's all... gonna last the test of time. You know, it's gonna last forever. You know, they're they're putting in they're buying the good materials and really spending their money on it. Like that's good. <laughs> We're gonna need a place to put all the libertarians. You know, when we dissent. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention here. that because uh, you know the DSM five is going to have cognitive dissonance, or not cognitive dissonance, but uh, oppositional defiance disorder as uh, a diagnosable condition. 
Wait, you know, so say that again. Op- op- what? Oppositional defiance disorder. Like that's what this whole podcast is. Uh, uh, autism fest. So we're 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 guilty of a crime. It's, I like it. That's so coming. I mean, that's that's the whole. Crime? So you know, the red flag laws, although they seem somewhat based on merit to some people, not me. Uh, but you know, some people think that you know, hey, well, if we got some some guy that's diagnosed, you know, schizo, and he's on meds, and then he's off his meds, he shouldn't have a gun. Yeah, well, you some know. people take the gun first. We'll worry about due process later. That's right. That's right, Trump. Uh, <laughs> that's sort of the, people, you know, people were eating Tide Pods for a while, and I mean, they. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not, so, that's not the DSM. So, but that I mean that that's one of those things, you know. So, you know, one of Obama's main initiatives was you know mapping the human brain, which sounded great for science, but you have a U.S. president using this for political clout, then it becomes scary. And so now, you know, the main, the, the mantra, and you got, unless you've been asleep for the last decade plus, uh, you know, the mantra is red flag stuff, you know, behavioral health, psychological health. Who's getting most of the government money right now? The, you know, this, this COVID money that's trickling down to, to states and local municipalities. Where's the stuff going? It's well, going I saw- to defect centers and behavioral health centers. They're coming for the kids. The, uh, coming for you. I saw that the uh, that in Pittsburgh up he, up here the, uh, the COVID money they were allocating to buying new police cars. God, <laughs> of course they're. Well, hey, Peachtree City, Georgia's getting a Bearcat. Well, just they were the... COVID proof. No, Peachtree City. Peachtree City's getting Bearcat, y'all. Peachtree City needs a Bearcat. Yeah, yeah. Explain to people, explain to people what a Bearcat is. is. Man okay, cat. so so a, a bear cat is one of those uh, mine-resistant uh, rubber tire uh, SWAT vehicles. For those who don't know what Peachtree City is, um, <laughs> most people drive around in golf carts everywhere. There are golf cart paths around that whole stinking city because there's nothing. nothing happens there. It's the well, most... If you think of like what the Stepford Wives place would be, it would be in Peachtree City, freaking Georgia. Like well, nothing all, happens there. All those time. people driving around, all those people driving around in golf carts, they're extremely vulnerable to mines. <laughs> <laughs> they are. The only time I actually saw like a well, what was it? When I was living in uh, when I was living in Texas it, uh, before I moved to Georgia, I was walking down the street because I had my car getting inspected. And I lived, you know, I was in Midland, Texas. I lived right on like the little loop that went around the the, the city. And walking down the street, one of those cars comes fly, one of those Bearcats comes flying down the highway, lights on. While I'm walking down, I'm like, "Huh, something's going on." And I go <laughs> walk, get to my car, start driving. You know, the five minutes back to my place because I, I lived about you know two minutes from there, just getting it inspected. Get in my car, driving. My sister calls. She's like, "Hey, do you know there's like some mass shooting going on down there right now?" I'm like. No, she's like, yeah. Apparently, some guys driving around just shooting. I'm like, oh well, I'm just walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Now, I, I was, you know, I was hoping that story was things. ended in you walking around just shooting things, but ah uh, no. <laughs> yeah, your girlfriend's work off. Nice. Um, we got anything else about prisons in Georgia? So, I'm confused. What was the 300 million dollar prison? Was that the old one? The so one that had the, the bed bugs in it? Uh, no, that that was that was one that just popped up that I was reading about, and that one seems to have vanished. 
quite honestly. So it maybe has been kind of uh, rolled in uh, to this $1.7 billion monstrosity uh, because there, there's another story from late 2022 where the city of Atlanta was leasing cells to Fulton County. Hmm. I don't know how that works uh, and whether or not, you know, Kasim Reed got any of that, but you know, apparently they were, you know, they were selling their hotel rooms to the County. Uh, but by the way, this $1.7 billion. So although it's, it's, it's an absolute tragedy, uh, this criminal had to die in jail due to the terrible conditions of the jail. Um, your property, if you live in Fulton County, your property taxes, your sales taxes are about to increase because the County killed this man. So, uh, yep. you know, and of course to say, well, you know, maybe he shouldn't commit a crime. Well, really like the punishment for punching somebody in the face. Yeah. That's death. Yeah. If yeah, you get a death sentence, death. then that's death. But like, you shouldn't just randomly die in prison. Cause he, yeah. what if, what if somebody else in the cot, you know, that had bed bugs next door that was just serving a, you know, a 30 day. Well, and that's for, the weird part. Why is he the only one? I don't, why know, I don't no, know. Why is no one else like maimed or otherwise disfigured or otherwise, you know, permanently disabled? You know, this is an isolated incident. Like that's what was he I being wondered. kicked on? Were they like shoveling these things on him at <laughs> night while he was asleep? Like, how is this an isolated incident? I, that's the other thing I can't wrap my mind around. But regardless, because of the county's ineptitude, they need more of your money to do it to more people. Perfect. Let's see. I'm Think about to, that for a minute. Trying to find the, the, the price we so so uh, you know Fulton County residents. You know when you had that millage rate hearing, maybe you want to show up to this one. Hmm. Do you guys know about the? Uh, I think they're called like CMUs, a certain kind of prison. There's only like two of them in the country, and they were made. What? Communication management unit. Yes, I think that's Terre Haute what it is, yeah. And uh, is it Florence uh, is also one? There's one in like Indiana or something. Yeah, Terre Haute, and I think maybe Florence has one also. Yeah, and that's like there's only I think there's just those two, and they were like in the the Bush administration basically like I so basically Dick Cheney pushed to All have right. them made after 9/11. All right, pause real quick. Alden, oh sorry. sure, yeah, no worries. Um. So signs and symptoms, bed bugs, rarely asthma occurs as a systemic type of an allergic reaction, allergic reaction caused yeah. by bed bug bites and may be accompanied by more extensive urticaria and anaphylaxis, severe and sometimes fatal reaction to an allergen resulting in breathing difficulties, low blood pressure, and eventually shock if untreated. So I guess technically speaking, yeah, it's, it's possible that he just had a horrible reaction to it, went into anaphylaxis and died. So it's very possibly not an isolated incident in terms of having bed bugs there, but it yeah, was just everyone's left getting untreated. everyone's getting ravaged by these things. He's just the one if, guy that was yeah, unlucky enough to be allergic to the some bitches. Right. If one if one yeah. person in those tight of confines has it, everyone's got them. Like that. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like lice or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That that's, makes more uh, sense, but that's still bad. Yeah, no, it's terrible. I mean, it's terrible. So, and it's just it's just wild that they would need that much money for a prison, you know, because now you have, uh, you know, earlier this year, you have what was it, Tattnall County down there near Fort Stewart, uh, you know, the Savannah area, you know, the southeast side of the state. Mm. Uh, you got a guy that was murdered in the prison, and then you have people that were 
plotting and executing murders from within that prison. By whom? And they were being aided by one of the jailers. Mm. <laughs> so please, let's you know, let's give these folks you know more money, and 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 let's uh, give them more residents to oversee. What could possibly go wrong? What could go wrong? You know? I mean, this, this is the modern day Roman Colosseum. Let's mm. not get that twisted. I don't know yeah. who's twisting it. That sounds. You got it. You got a. You got a. You know, a, a retired vet with PTSD. Uh, you know, some of those guys. You know, some of them like to eat pills and play video games. God bless you. Thank you for that. Uh, but others uh, get jobs being a prison warden, and you know, when you flex on them, they shut the door behind themselves and say, "Take a swing." Jeez. All right. Well, let's transition from prisons to how you get to prison. Um, Zach, let's go full screen with this. This three and a half minutes. Whatever is in your hand, put it on the roof. That's fine. Open up the car from the outside. Yes. So, to put it into context, this officer in Arkansas pulled over this family in a van. Move your car back, bro. Ran the license plate number. And the license plate, he accidentally ran it as an Arizona plate than an Arkansas plate. So it wasn't in Arkansas. So he... Why is his finger on the trigger? Exactly. Immediately thought it was stolen. Why is his finger on the trigger? This is a man behind the desk and take that gun from him tomorrow. Yes, this is a mom, dad, and children. This is is assault with a deadly weapon, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. Because he typed in, what, AR instead of AK or or A? He typed in AZ instead of AR. Okay, yeah, I don't know what the... Yeah, Arkansas. But he should know if he's typing... He's typed in AZ instead of AR. Well, remember, they... uh, Remember, they... You can score too high on a test to become a cop. What? Asvab. Yeah. Too high? You score too high. Like, you're too high. You're well, for, for an entry-level position. Anything. Yeah. We Zach, can't let you... Uh... Go forward. I want to see if they ever show the family. I don't remember if they do. Keep going. This came what, off of Spikes. He might not have because of, you know, he's a decent person. Yeah, there we go. I thought the one thing that they were supposed to do well is do weapons training to be a cop, and he wasn't even using No, they're, they're terrible with that, too. Like, oh. they do it. And they do a lot of it, but they're still absolutely terrible with it. Yeah. So, well, like, just, they, yeah, they yes and no. Them. You know, by by and large, mm-hmm. yes. You know, but it's it's Zach. You can just minimize this, um, but go. I want to see uh, uh, Spike's tweet about it. So just a, a lot of those guys take that stuff seriously. Uh, there, there is a very large portion of police officers that take that very seriously and do it correctly. Mm-hmm. There is there is a, a, a raucous and problematic minority uh, that are the type of guys that would take the cartridge out of the Nintendo when you started beating them at, Super, at Mike Tyson. You know. <laughs> you know. Well, just so everybody knows, Spike Cohen, he does this. He retweets things and then puts it in the phrasing of without government and then answers the question or ask a question who would threaten to murder you and your family because they're too dumb to operate their own system. <laughs> all, all the cop had to do was input the proper initials of the state abbreviation of the state. And he failed to do that. Assumed it was stolen, pulled a gun on a man and his family. 
Yeah, there's a series of mistakes here. It's With his finger on the trigger. <laughs> yeah, it's important to remember that the average intelligence of a of police is lower than the average population. So the fact that this happens is not surprising. But also, when your typical conservative just goes, oh, well, you should obey the police when they tell you to do something, as a matter of prudence, I think that that's probably a good way to avoid getting shot. But as a practical matter, a lot of times in these videos when the police are shouting orders at you, the orders are confusing. Yeah. Especially when you have a well, guy pointing a gun at you shouting orders at you that are confusing. It's probably hard for you to follow them. So you should well, what, not be you should not be surprised when people have difficulty following confusing orders that are being shouted at them while guns in their face. Yeah, what mm -hmm. was his name out in there in uh, Arizona? Daniel, Daniel uh Shaver. Daniel Shaver. That was it. Yeah, whenever if you've ever seen that video, it's the most Oh, he didn't do the hokey pokey right. You know, it was it was a game of Simon Says. Yeah. And there's all sorts of different orders that makes no sense. And he's clearly and he wasn't surrendering. Fully sober, so and he made like he made one fair. one wrong move and uh and they blew yeah, him. Yeah, he tried away to pull his it. Pants. And then that cop Yeah. Yeah, and then that cop who who shot him is uh you know claims some sort of medical disability and now he's sitting there doing nothing for the rest of his career, getting paid taxpayer money scot free. Same thing with the dude that choked out Eric Garner. The dude was selling yeah. Lucy's on the sidewalk in New York City. Yeah, well, you know, uh, being oh, you know, single yeah. single cigarettes. Yeah, mm. such a dangerous person. There. You know, yeah, he was selling, he was selling single cigarettes on the sidewalk in New York City. Dude, put him in a chokehold because he, you know, he grew up playing UFC games and you know, watching blood sport. And uh, you know, oh, this is my chance. I got to chokehold this guy. Oh, I've been practicing this one. You know, <laughs> and he just leaned into it and choked the dude to death. Yep. Freaking butthead, man. It, it, so there's those guys. You know, that's why that show Cops had to be taken off the TV. Because the, the there was folks that were watching that, watching like the most problematic, stressful areas of our country going, well, I could do that. I could beat up a junkie. You know? <laughs> so it's on so Fox Nation, Cops. Yeah. Wow. I, I could tackle a dude over a fence any day of the week, man. I'd love to do that. Absolutely. Sign me up. So they're so basically saying, using it as a recruiting tool. That's what I was just saying. Hell yes, saying. it was. Yeah. And, and there was a bunch the of those people type. coming in, and they're like, screw protocol. Did you see that tackle? <laughs> Apparently, that's where the term uh, wife beater comes from, because every time they would go arrest a wife beater, he was wearing one of those tank tops. Yeah, because before well, that, it was, it was, it was an shirt or a Paul been, Newman shirt. <laughs> well, the person making the arrest had a 40% chance of beating their wife also. <laughs> That's that's fair too. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, I mean, like this poor family. Can you imagine being told to get out of your car at the like point of a gun, um, just driving through a state with your that's, kids? Like that's awful, man. Horrifying, um, especially what state when you were they in. They Arkansas. were in Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas. But he ran it as Arizona. Yep. Yeah. Which, but it was assuming... an Arkansas place. Yes. Yeah. And the what? Arkansas played in your own state. You would think that you've done this before, you know? Yeah. Because it's a drop it's an a drop down flight and he ran it. And I'm, I'm looking at my keyboard. No, nope, there's an R Arkansas. and the Z are not that close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably it's Is likely, that a Dorito? <laughs> it's likely a drop down menu. I would imagine yeah, that it's right. a drop down menu. Oh, and, and it right was just right next to I got you. Yeah. But B like first of all, first of all. If your first suspicion is it was stolen, how about you take a look in the car and see That's, that there's a husband, a wife, and children in the back? 
and then maybe don't pull out your gun and go up and talk. That's one idiot. of the or if you pull out your mistakes. gun, maybe not have your finger on the trigger. Yeah. Yeah, that's a beginning. That's another one. Uh, that's the time ever shooting mistake. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I I didn't make it to Osprey Shooting Solutions last weekend, but uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that's step one. You know, you only have your finger on the trigger if you're about to fire. Yeah, agreed. Hey, Hannah, it wasn't Texas. Uh, there is a Frisco in Arkansas as well. So why don't you go do your research? Oh, it's Texarkana. <laughs> is it in the overlap? See... I can see if Texarkana's I can find it. Texarkana's already got our dog. There you go. Well, and then and then you got Tenabama. There's some overlap areas in the states, and, and yeah. I mean, some of those are being fought in Supreme Court right now. You know, Georgia's fighting against Tennessee and Alabama for where yeah. our border is. Interesting. Hannah says it was in Texas. Okay, so it was, I guess it was near the border. Or no, she said it was in Frisco. So that's not even close to the border. I don't even know where Frisco is. Frisco's just right north of Dallas. Of Dallas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was in the Bay Area. I live in Texas. I, I drove through Dallas and kept going. So it's a Little Rock family with Arkansas plates in Texas, and he ran it as Arizona. <laughs> I mean, even so, so if you're if you're if you're in the Dallas area, I mean it's not that far from Arkansas. So is this a Texas trooper? It it would have to be, I would think. A Texas trooper or a Texas policeman. I, I mean I'm I'm shocked that Chuck Norris didn't just appear out of nowhere to stop this. <laughs> you know, Chuck Norris went to my church when I was growing up. Really? He, yeah, he would sit just like, did the church go to Chuck Norris. in front of me. <laughs> the priest in a chokehold or something. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. What do we got up next, Zach? Okay. Let's take it to the Biden administration. So here is a timeline. March 16th, <laughs> oversight reveals Biden family payments. March 17th, Hunter admits laptop is his. On March 18th, Trump says Manhattan DA will indict him. And then on April 4th, Manhattan DA indicts him. Then FBI, do, FBI document alleges Biden slash Hunter Biden each bribed $5 million. One day later, classified doc indictment of Trump. July 26th, Hunter's sweetheart plea deal collapses. One day later, additional classified document charges against Trump. July 31st, Devin Archer testifies. One day later, Trump January 6th indictment. Are you seeing a pattern? Is there a pattern here? Can anybody can anybody catch yeah. it? Yeah, because because meanwhile, money printer goes burr. Uh, the Epstein client list is not released, even though Epstein clients are being charged all over the world. I love the getting, first comment. Or getting divorces, uh, a la Trudeau recently. Um so yes, I am seeing a pattern that uh, this this is a constant smokescreen, a little tug of war, all this kind of stuff. You know, look, is is Trump a, a double agent? You know, was he sent to eradicate the conservatives? Because I mean, he was a Democrat up until the late night, up until what? Until he ran for president, actually. Until he ran for president. We talked yeah. about this where he said that he would run as a Republican because he would think that he would do better and that we've all heard this somewhere and that we couldn't find like where it was from now at this point but oh no they, t they took it offline because he literally said republicans are idiots so i'm gonna run as a republican if i ever run as president there he basically all he said all he had to do is say we're gonna make america great and they said yeah let's make america great and 
fell right for it. I do love the fact that uh, the first comment on this is uh, is the great Claire Foster. <laughs> Hunter isn't running for president, and giving your son business advice isn't a crime, y'all. <laughs> love that account. That account was actually named in the uh, Twitter in the Twitter files. Uh, because with all the with the government trying to say, hey, this is a bad account when it's like a, a complete troll account. There you go. Like so, that one was so, named by by name. That one was was put out there. DeSantis is about to go toe to toe with uh, Gavin Newsom. Uh, they're they're about to have a debate. That's that's being sized up like a UFC fight. And uh, meanwhile, you got uh, Vivek Ramaswamy who's just waiting in the wings to clean up. So if they manage to take out Trump, DeSantis is going to undo himself. DeSantis uh, is tanking. He's doing yeah. so poorly. <laughs> Again, yeah, he, good, he, good he, governor. He's popular. He's a federal candidate. Uh, yes. The, the, the issue is when he was being a great governor, it's because he was, he was saying F you to all the right people. He goes and he starts running for president. And now he's, now he's playing the, uh, the more moderate centrist, like respectable candidate that Trump's, you know, F you to the system as much as Trump, you know, right. said, and no one wants I, that, that anymore. It, but, Right, no, the, the the way he would have won is coming out and going harder and saying, no, I represent you better than that, and I hate the, the people who hate you even more than Trump does, and I'm actually going to do something about it. Well, and even but if he didn't mean it as a line, Navy you know, SEAL, he should be skilled enough to portray that message. Not Navy, Navy, Navy JAG. Okay, okay, so he went to SEAL, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he was torturing people in Guantanamo. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what yeah, I thought let me, it was. Let me answer Robert's question real quick. Robert, no, I didn't go to Prestonwood. We went to Watermark um, Community Church. And yeah, Chuck Norris came. He didn't come forever, but he came for a while. So anyway, Alden, go. Oh, that, I was just going to say as far as that's that's more closer to what I heard his backstory was. Like as far as the Navy position was more like at like Guantanamo or something and not like a SEAL, but... Right, but I haven't looked into this a lot. But that's just more yeah, familiar well, at least to me. He, but... he was at least Jag in the uh, in the you know post nine eleven years, Guantanamo Bay torture, Bush years. Gotcha. Okay, and so it's not like on record that like he was involved in the you know uh, enhanced interrogations, but like it lines up kind of with where he was and what his position was. I've heard yeah. him like more just make some like off color comments about like what was going on, and just he seems kind of like. He just doesn't give a shit, and he was a little too comfortable with the idea of torture going on, like next to him, kind of thing. That's like again, well, I and, and like, then meanwhile, you got Ramaswamy being labeled as a a young global leader by the WEF, and he actually had a lawsuit against them recently, saying, you know, don't fucking call me that. That's right, he didn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> he's a super interesting dude. Like his whole backstory of how he decided to get into politics is interesting because he he started out. Uh, getting into it because of the ESG scores with companies and like I, people during black lives matter and all that. Um, he, he was basically, his people came to him and said, you should put a black square as your, as your, you know, profile picture right now. And he was like, fine, that's fine. And then they came to him and they're like, you should, you know, write a letter like uh, about the riots and everything and about everything that's been happening. And he wrote a letter against the riots and they were like, no, you need to be supporting us. And he was like, <laughs> screw that. And so then he started getting in the ESG and figuring that 
this is hurting his company and hurting a bunch of other companies. And that's when he got into politics. So, yeah, so I, I try to take some nuance with it, right? Like I, I believe where he is with the ESG and the woke stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I don't trust them partially because he's, you know, from Ohio. And, uh, <laughs> well, Hey, at least so one thing Ohio has for it, the word itself looks like a tractor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. But then, but then, uh, <laughs> What I, I question a lot, like, you know, I mean, this was a guy that, you know, at this time we're looking at the pharmaceutical companies with suspicion. And this was a, a pharmaceutical company guy. Like, he, he started and ran pharmaceutical companies. And and his latest 2022 was tweeting to wear your mask. Right? Like, this wasn't 2020 tweeting wear your mask. This was 2022 tweeting, I oh, remember to wear your mask and blah, blah, blah. blah. It was like, yeah, I, mean, I, I have those what's, receipts. What's the new verb like, for it? Is it Xing now? I think it's still called Twitter. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was starting I to ask before. Is, it's called it's still... reposts and posts now instead of tweet and retweet. So I think it's uh, X and Rex, Rex maybe. But, <laughs> I hate so, it. Like, no, dumb. Yeah. So, um, look, you know, I don't like the vague on everything. Like I, I have suspicions everything. of him, especially that whole Ohio thing. I have. Well, and, and and then with the WEF, you know, regardless of the lawsuit, I, that it's kind of a kiss of death, you know. So, anyways, what I'm getting at, the Republican Party is absolute trash. Okay, <laughs> uh, they have nobody. It le like, have you seen RFK with a shirt off? Good God! Like, come on, guys! Like, dude's in shape for for seventy. Right. Yeah. Who do you want giving you health advice? RFK or Bill Gates? Yeah, or you know, Donald Trump, I mean, packs and six pack, pack, or man boobs and yeah. dad gut. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it's just it's it's one of those things that um, I don't know that maybe president probably not like the right job for RFK. Uh, I love that he at least should have an uncensored platform where he is uh, because the Democrat Party is uh, they're all criminal communists from what I can tell. Uh, <laughs> so you have absolute trash, you know, spineless, immoral nobodies and then you have criminal communists and that's how they get along in the capital i like the platform that rfk has right now even if he maybe even like hopefully if he you know like if doesn't become the president you know what i mean that the good that can come of this is still that it's got people kind of more of a spotlight on what he's saying about certain things that i agree with even if like what you're saying as an entire candidate person as a potential he might not be the right fit for the job but there's interesting things being talked about now because of what he's bringing to light. So that's kind well, of cool. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely on testosterone replacement for sure. <laughs> what I find <laughs> interesting, though, is at least uh, Ramaswamy and, uh, and RFK are kind of showing up to libertarian events and kind of marketing that way. And so that's either like they realize this is a voting block to go after or, oh, puppy. or they actually <laughs> somewhat align in some certain ways it's kind of i mean they do like they, they definitely have some libertarian leanings but mm -hmm. and like writing them off completely i i just i i i like the approach that nick takes like a little be a little more subtle with the candidates and like don't hate them just because they have this one terrible view like or they're from to, ohio or because they're from ohio like vivek <laughs> wants to increase the drug war like how stupid do you have to be to do that like that's insane however well i was so I was, many of the things he says are fantastic and he he's re like i love no one's that he right came on out everything. and defended yeah. trump like i i, I don't care right for trump everything. okay well, i was i was just i was just <laughs> catching up on uh i was falling behind i fell behind on my tom woods episodes and so i was catching up 
uh, the past couple of days and just listen to the uh, latest episode he did with uh with Ramaswamy and uh you know he was going through the yeah well i used to be a libertarian and then i realized oh there's uh you know other things like culture and virtue the pursuit of virtue and blah 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 that things matter he's, and that's why i'm more conservative now and it, yeah. yeah right but I, I literally listened to this, this one driving home today right so yeah. it's like you pursue your idea is pursuing virtue through force is that what is that what the difference virtue here because even force. tom was like <laughs> even tom was like well like you know, libertarianism is just a political philosophy that says you don't initiate force. Like it has nothing else to say with anything else here. Yeah. But like, I used to be a libertarian, but then I looked at the Crusades and I thought that was dope. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> you do. I saw. I listened to a few years ago. RFK was on a podcast, like a deeply like conspiratorial type podcast, but he was talking about the COVID at the time. And it was one of the only places that would have him on to hear what he had to say on Fauci and all that in his book and everything. So it's kind of cool to have a presidential candidate that's been on like conspiracy podcasts before. I don't know. I find that interesting. But It's also cool to say the federal government killed my dad and my uncle. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What are the odds we could get one of these candidates on this show? Zero. I say we try it. Oh, they come on. It's like, not zero. Give me a break. Well, there's there's a said, chance like we could probably get one of them on. We've had a presidential candidate on here, so it's not zero. I'm going to say it's not hey, zero. Hey, Zach, reach out, to, reach out to like Ramaswamy's people. And see I, I could go to, uh, I, I forget who it is in the King family, lives in Peachtree City. I'd be like, hey, you remember that Brooks kid that went trick-or-treating there in 01 when he was way too old and he went from Peachtree City just because you were giving king size Snicker bars? But it's like doing my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you right. cussed me out and threw something at me but among That's the things you threw at me was a king size snicker bar which is what <laughs> i came for perfect i love it <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the really awesome thing about rfk though is i absolutely never would have guessed that you could run a campaign in the Democratic Party that's getting the amount of support that it is on the platform that he is running on. I just right. thought that like everybody in that party was just completely lost and hopeless. But if they're at least listening to RFK, that's not they're not well, they're so he- not as they're not as far into the deep end of just absolute garbage ideology as I would have expected. So when they do these polls, do they like if they're doing a poll between RFK and Biden, are they differentiating between democrats and republicans or are they just asking everybody like would you vote for joe biden or rfk first like is it everybody because if it's if it's the entire group then who knows it could be a lot of republicans or libertarians or independents that are that are and is there even a slot for other you Mm -hmm. know matthew you're muted Oh, so yeah, th- th- throughout my entire adult life, I've been called exactly twice for a political poll. And none of them were for presidential stuff. But one of them was for, you know, which newscast I listened to in Metro Atlanta. And they were like, so out of the reporters you listen to, do you listen to so-and-so, 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 and so-and-so? I was like, none of those are Glenn Burns or Javita Moore. So hell no. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you even talking about? Like, I don't even know these people you just listed off. And they're like, so I'll just put it down as such and such. I'm like. No. And then after two or three of those, you know, the call was over because there was no slot for other. It was they had two clear channels of anchors. They were 
polling right. for the correct and answer. Anything outside of that, they were never was not even in the in the poll. So yeah, I, I I I have some pretty funny stories of actually responding to pollers that call me. Like one pollster once asked me who my favorite Democratic president was, and I said Grover Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, and then another time one of the questions was like would you describe yourself as very conservative somewhat conservative moderate somewhat liberal or very liberal and i said very libertarian yeah that's and hilarious they said, is that somewhat conservative or moderate <laughs> i'm like no no is that what i said no that's hilarious. Yeah, that's a leading and rigged question, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Like, you Co Cody says he here. always just acts like he's putting them on hold. <laughs> it's a good I've way got, to do it. I've got going back to your original question, before. Jake, I think that most of the primary polls are only looking at Democrats. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. If it's um, primary, then that I, would, did a, I would think it should be by definition just I know Democrats. In this, so. I know in this last election cycle, I got hit up by a poll company. And the poll was like the most blatant. I, I posted the link for everyone to see. And like, yeah, I remember that. Groups. It was the most slanted thing I'd ever seen. Like, it was like, oh, I went into that prefer, and I gave him feedback. Do you prefer, <laughs> uh, do you prefer killing puppies or not killing puppies? <laughs> it was like that kind of slanted. <laughs> like, do you think people should have free health care or that they should just die? I think they should. I think they should just die. Yeah, yeah. No, that's how it should be. There we go. I th I think uh, Paul Ryan should shove them off a cliff. Is what I think. <laughs> and I, I, see, I read it and I'm like, I'm not even gonna like justify this because it's just such a. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those polls they put out to you know whatever they call it the special kind of poll that they do that's designed to like. Yeah, increase yeah, it's, their, it's, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be fake. Like it's, it's a fluffing poll. Because like, there, there was one you put out. I, I remember that because it, it was it was a Democrat AI bot, and it was one of those things. It was like you know, so who are you voting for? You know, what are your concerns? And I was like, well, I'm concerned that Laura Silsby worked for the Hillary Clinton campaign, and she's been arrested for child trafficking in Haiti multiple times. Now she runs the Amber Alert system. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they're like, thank you for your feedback. Have you considered Hillary Clinton for president? And I was like. Are you even reading this message? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I've never gotten a poll. I've never had somebody ask me a bunch of questions. I just, I've mainly had somebody say like, uh, "Would you consider voting for Hillary Clinton, or would you consider voting for whoever?" And then I'll, you know, explain why there's not a chance in hell, and then they continually just ignore the answer yeah and keep asking dumb questions and continue they, down the line well, of questioning they were already that's why instead ask. of being instead of like trying to have a discussion you just troll them back like i had a uh you know bernie sanders called uh text banker text me at one point and i just started like back and forth with this guy just like saying ridiculous shit to see what i can get him to say back <laughs> oh I've, I've 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 legit been in contact with uh bernie sanders campaign workers and i'm like if I give you honest feedback, like I'll give you man on the street for like, I'll give you like four hours of footage of man on the street stuff around Fayette and Coweta counties. If I give that to you, can I stay in one of his beach houses as an Airbnb? And they were like, let me get back to you. Let me get back. <laughs> I, like they I tried to do it. <laughs> I love responding to text bankers like that. Like during the runoff last year between Herschel Walker and Warnock, 
I got a text from somebody. And first I was like, are you a human or a bot? Because I didn't want to waste my good material on a bot. But then, <laughs> so that they texted back to me and said that they were a human and would I consider voting for Warnock? And then I said, how does it make you feel that 80,000 libertarians are making you waste your Thanksgiving continuing the work on this campaign? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a response to that. Yeah, I mean, but now you have ChatGPT, so how do you know if you're talking to a... Uh... You can tell. ChatGPT is not that smart. Like, it's just not... We're talking about a very constrained... Uh... Did he just fade out to anybody else? Yeah. Yeah. Nick? Yeah, oh. I can't hear him. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Audio, audio's gone. But it really yeah. did fade out. It was like... Some all all I hear is a whisper of Hodor, Hodor. Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sitting here just with my mouth. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> You're an idiot. Okay. Uh, Zach, let's go to the next story. Trudeau's divorce leaves Nation in shock that he was married to a woman. <laughs> 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 this is a Babylon B article, obviously. Um, let's let's quickly go to the next to the next uh, slide there, Zach, because it uh, it's an interesting theory. Rumors are circulating that Justin Trudeau and Emmanuel Macron had an affair together, and then if you see these photos, it is, I mean, it has to be. It has to be like that third one, that bottom right one. What is going on there? Is Canada well, they, just they, like they thought they were at the Marlon Brando lookalike contest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Macron, the former, uh, the former Rothschild banker, Justin Maybe. Trudeau, the son of uh, Castro. Castro. Yeah, yeah. So Castro you, you, got, you, got, you got Macron, who who was you know, admittedly sexually abused as a child. Jeez, and he's their freaking president. Right, and, and, and not that that alone disqualifies you, but you know statistically, no, well, they are more likely to be devious in their adulthood. Well, Hannah, like if he's cheating with his foreign affairs, if they did it abroad, then it's legit because it was a foreign affair. <laughs> International <laughs> waters, it's yeah, it's different rules. Name. <laughs> yeah. So what you know, what I'm looking at with that is you know so so Bill Gates, you know, he got a divorce, which was like surprisingly quiet and then two months uh, later yeah, three months later it came out that he was on the epstein flight log and yeah. they were like hey bro what you been doing well, at epstein island were already those rumors were already circulating they were like, the rumors they were the rumors were, were circulating but the yeah. evidence wasn't released yet right and then the evidence comes out and then you know melinda whatever her maiden name is is like holla bill i'm not and i'm I not wonder... a part of this why it was quiet when he pays hundreds of millions of dollars to various media companies like yeah Hmm. So, uh, you know, you, you look at that kind of pattern, you know, and then you got Bezos. Uh, he goes over to Saudi Arabia, you know, he, he's, he's philandering over there with their uh, in their harem, whatever harem he's afforded. And uh, then his cell phone gets stolen. Then yep. he gets a divorce. Then it comes out that he was philandering in the harem in Saudi Arabia, you know, so it's like these major figures, they get these divorces ahead of some kind of breaking announcement. That they're tied to some kind of something. So that way the spouse can at least stay clean. Mm -hmm. Like they're still really together. It, and a lot of just for all the legal purposes, the assets are transferred into the innocent's name 
And then because they were married at the time, they can't condemn each other in court. A lot of times the spouses actually have some weird family lineage too. Like they're related to like Rothschilds or whatever. And like, it's against exactly. bizarre. Yeah. Interesting. I think, is it Bill Gates now, I guess ex-wife or whatever, but was it a Rothschild or was it another like old blood, like banking family thing or whatever. But like, there's a lot of those where it's, it would just be an amazing coincidence if all these people just happen to like meet and fall in love with these people, like that are part of these like old, old money families or whatever. I don't know. Something has to happen. about him and and Cody, that's, that's not what I'm implying, you know, wholesale. I'm just saying, because you were abused doesn't disqualify you as being a politician or leader of any form. I'm just saying that, you know, statistically the ones that are deviants in positions of power were abused as children. Let me clarify that while I'm clarifying things too. Last week I was saying something about Tyler Perry. I didn't have anything on him directly. It was people around him. Uh, So, you know, once you're a billionaire, hundred millionaire, whatever, you know, there's guaranteed to be a whole rainbow of all kinds of people around you. Yeah. Uh, you, you, know, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela really enjoyed Jay-Z's music. Uh, does that make Jay-Z a racist? Well, maybe, but not because Nelson Mandela enjoyed his music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, yeah, you know, the, the, the stuff I was saying about Tyler Perry last week was not about him directly. It was about his handlers or people, uh, right. you know, run, running uh, various things around his operation. And I just want to so, remind everyone, we're usually drinking pretty heavily on this show. So, <laughs> right. I, and also, Trust I already, I already reported Stephen to the racist police. So <laughs> he is a fed. So I, I love that it. the show is big enough now that we have to issue corrections. That's the well, I'm, I'm just I, that's that was that was on my shoulders after last week too because it was just he's just trying to be an honest actor here. I'm yeah. One, I couldn't resist the Nelson Mandela Jay Z parallel, uh, you know, because seven you know, percent nation. Come on, guys, you know. Does anyone here have a memory of Mandela dying in prison? No, I don't know no. who has that memory. Like, that's ridiculous. But I, I, I know I saw the Berenstein Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When okay. I was a kid, so you can screw yeah. off. And Shaq was a damn genie in a movie. Okay, so get out of here with any, no, no, any no, no. of that. Was, I don't know uh, either of those Sinbad. movies, so I can't tell you. Sinbad is the one in question. Shaq was apparently in Shazam or whatever, but Sinbad yeah. is the one that was in question. Like <laughs> Definitely the one. Yeah. I've never seen either of those movies, nor did I know it existed until I first heard about this. Well, so oh, Robert Maxwell was also, uh, he was also, um, what's the, um, the Jewish special intelligence? Uh, Mossad. He was Mossad, yeah. 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 And then, he, makes- then he fell off his yacht in the middle of the ocean. One night, yeah. <laughs> as one does with, on their yeah. yacht. All right, let's go to the final serious thing. It's not that serious. I just thought it was an awesome quote. Um, this is AOC saying it's more important to be morally right than factually correct. And the opposite of that is Thomas Sowell. It is usually futile to try to talk facts and analysis to people who are enjoying a sense of moral superiority in their ignorance. <laughs> wow, those are a great like foil of quote against each other. That's awesome. Well, uh, AOC, that's exactly what I would expect out of a bartender in a college town. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a bartender. 
Oh, well, there you go. You know, and you made more money being morally right than factually correct, right? I mean, that's... Actually, I heard she wasn't even a bartender. She was a waitress. The whole bartender story was spun as a... Uh, because bartending seems more uh, prestigious than just waitressing. Really? Well, this always it is just because waitressing. both waitressing and bartending are a more moral profession than being a politician. So I actually right. hear, hear, yeah. <laughs> no argument there. I'll yeah. drink to that. I'm I'm mm. sure she was a delightful bartender. I bet she was great. I bet she got tips out the wazoo. She well, she was everyone's favorite politics. big booty bartender, right? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Can we, we get go. Alex Stein on the show? <laughs> I would love. I would love to have Alex Stein on the show. He's based out of Dallas, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We should get him on the show. Is he a native Texan? Did he grow up in Texas? He went to Highland Park. Oh my God, we could definitely get that guy on the show. He's. Uh, he's we we probably know a lot of the same people. He's all, he's all hat and no cattle. All right, what is this a reference to? I'm trying to use a Texas term. Somebody, t- somebody, help <laughs> that's, me. That's I don't know. Cody, we don't know. No, no, no. It was a. Uh, it was uh, that's the Hangover. Oh right, <laughs> that's such a good one. Yeah, he was a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Let's see. The pursuit of truth is morally correct. You're darn right, Elizabeth. Yeah, You're darn right. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, y'all. I have seven minutes till I have to leave. Um, do we have anything else we need to discuss tonight, or can we go on to the hilarity of uh, the last four things that I have? Coincidentally, I have seven minutes until I have to pee. So, <laughs> perfect. All right. Well, crazy. There's been there's been some fun uh, some fun movement in crypto world lately. Like what? Well, uh, what the SEC? Well, there was a ruling by the judge that by a judge that uh, oh, against Ripple. Print, Against Ripple, uh, yeah. and then against uh, Doquan, the Terra Luna guy, about saying that that, that that's a security. Uh, so that's opening up more security to the uh, shit coinery. Um, the I've been, get, told, I've been getting a lot of XRP spam as a result. Well, of so the, the, uh, big, the big deal was they were trying the to, SEC, in their lawsuit, they were trying to differentiate between wholesale and retail. And they were trying to save like the wholesale to institutions was given a discount so they could then push it to retail as the method of dispersal of their shit coin. Yeah. But this isn't like pants. So like this, not how this should work. Right. Well, they were trying to say that that one made when it was sold to retail, it was a commodity. And when it was sold to, uh, to like classified differently. uh, Yeah. Uh, to VCs, it was a security, wow. and that just makes no sense. It's either a security or it's a commodity, right? right. Oh, wow, there was that. There was so in all this, there was also the SEC, uh, told Coinbase to delist everything that's not Bitcoin. Interesting, I don't know about this because they're basically, I think, the SEC's taking the position that every that Bitcoin might fall under commodity and everything else is a security. They've hmm. already ruled Bitcoin as currency. And the and thus Litecoin is also currency. Yeah, uh, they, they they've also uh, declared Ethereum as a security. Well, Ethereum is a travesty. Uh, any, that's what anything is. that's anything that's proof well, of stake falls under, in my opinion, would fall under a security. If you can stake it and re- get a return on that for, for for just having it sitting there, that that's a security. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and that, so you know, from a protocol level, EOS is the only one that can challenge 
Ethereum, uh, you know, because it, it, you know, it's technically the only thing that could really, like, the network itself and the coin itself could power municipalities, you know, mm. for their for their daily volume of transactions and and their bandwidth needs. Uh, so you know, Ethereum has its its place as well uh, because it's it's a whole ecosphere uh, of of you know app development. Right. Uh, you know, art transaction, and then their and then their contractual agreements. You know, the way the, the way the contract, the smart contracts are handled on the Ethereum network uh, for business transactions. Like, if you're trying to sell real estate, if you're trying to sell your property with Bitcoin, you want an Ethereum smart contract to process that transaction. True. You don't want that just to be solely on the Bitcoin network. True. You know, so don't don't compare Ether to Bitcoin in terms of right. They're not currency the value. They're not they're not the same thing at all. Like Bitcoin is Ethereum currency. Is yeah. yeah, exactly. So Ethereum is like an entire, uh, you know, societal system, basically. Uh, it's got the apps, it's got the art, it's got the smart contracts, it's got, uh, you know, various programs, yeah. all this kind of stuff. And, you know, Bitcoin doesn't do that. Ethereum does it very well. Very well. So does Solana. Said, there are a couple others like that, too. Yeah. yeah. When you but, said like art and, transactions. Uh, and the final oh. one, the the final story on this, uh, a man named Richard Schuler, a.k.a. Richard Hart, was sued for uh, by the SEC for fraud with yeah, his hex and false chain. And, I saw that. Uh, yeah, see, I know you were see how that goes. Point, I didn't know you were telling me at one point, of Jake. You're like, ah, who, just take a look at it. And who I cares at it what and the I, SEC says? Who gives I'm, a rat's ass what the I SEC look, says? I looked at I tried to watch a little bit on it. I'm like, this is the biggest scam I've seen in forever. Yeah, the SEC has a great track record. We'll, oh, see, whole, we'll see how it shakes out in the end. The whole the whole promise was, oh yeah, it's just designed to go up in value by doing nothing. What? That was what? the whole pitch. No, okay. it was not. All right, let's go to the funny stuff. We're brought up together so they're comfortable living to one another. Bringing in a new female would probably create tension, and they right. would probably mean they would start. They would going, start fighting. Exactly. Lovely, they? So don't do it. <laughs> Enough. No. You are a little beggar, aren't you? Everyone needs to love you, and you just need to stop, okay? <laughs> he does this. He sort of, like, goes behind, rears up, and <laughs> so He's naughty. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was covering it at first because he was worried, and then as soon as he took his hand away, the goat saw his opportunity. I've, I've, I've been in that position, and, and your reflex is to push like push it away, yeah. push it back, and you got to do the jujitsu and turn them. To it's, the side. It sees that as a challenge. The yeah. only thing you can do is like get big and loud or squirt it with water, because yeah, otherwise, <laughs> like seriously, like if, if 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 a ram or a goat or anything like that is trying to gore you like that, trying to hit you in the balls, you jump it, over them. You know, if you push it or or punch it in the face or any of that stuff, like yeah, you're gonna score some points, but it's coming with the heat. Yeah, so it's like when you don't turn and run from some animals too. It's like a similar kind of a thing. It feels yeah. The, the only thing you can do is like you know, around, like like absorb the hit and then like either scream at it and like wave your arms or squirt it with water. You know, I basically otherwise, like, get the hell out of that pen because that thing's gonna mess you up. When I was a kid, like a teenager, I had like a pet deer. Basically, like my grandparents had a wildlife rehab center, 
And there was this deer that they like nursed back to health in the backyard. And it was like the kind of one that like for years it couldn't leave because it was just too weak to go. But then it started to get stronger. And when it was had its horns coming in, it used to love to like play with you. Like, and we were like basically friends and I used to wrestle with him with his like hold his antlers and everything. And he's like looking for that, like the resistance, you know, they like yep. rub on trees and everything. And until he got too big, it was a lot of fun. But then he started to get too big. And then my grandparents were like, okay, we got to get rid of this deer because he's knocking everyone over. Right to the <laughs> But it was a fun time. <laughs> I love it. All right. Let's hit play, Zach. I just got yelled at for asking a very reasonable question. So I'm applying to go somewhere. And I just wanted to know, are there accommodations for people who struggle with time blindness and being on time? And then when we were done, they actually started yelling at me and saying that accommodations for time blindness doesn't exist. And if you struggle with being on time, you'll never be able to get a job. This person's dead serious right now. Being late's a disability? <laughs> well, how about this? Telling the girl that, you you know, I have just this, like, specific disability where I can't check my phone for days on yeah, end yeah, when yeah. I'm on a trip with the boys. Yeah, I have text, text blindness. <laughs> I have text blindness. Text, I'll like, tell you what I'm kind of blindness I have when <laughs> we're out at the bar and um, one of my boys is doing something bad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when your there boy you is up to no good, you go, what the <laughs> fuck? Where is I have I have Mike blindness. Yeah. Uh, Mike's yeah. doing something maybe he shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I I have a blindness to when uh, someone's breaking the law and it's not actually hurting anybody. There we um, go. You there know, you go. There you I'm, go. Just, I'm just Ray Charles of that stuff, man. I have tax blindness. blindness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think it was hilarious that that girl was serious that she thinks it's called time blindness. And she uses that, that as an excuse to be late to everything. I, I have two things to say to this, and one on each side of this. Yeah. I have flaming ADHD, like to the max. We, and we know I've, that. Everyone I knows very that. much have. This is why I have like the alarms going off, and I have to turn them off for the session because I, I have like 31 alarms in my phone, or I will forget to eat in the day. I'm not kidding. Like, um, <laughs> and so I very much if this is a thing i have it but also i was almost never late to work and so because i we have these tools we have alarm clocks and things or whatever so i'm not going to say it's not a thing because i do think it like is a thing but then it's up to you as a responsible adult to work through them but it's not called time blindness let's be real i don't know what that's idiotic it's not it's not a disease it's not that you have time blindness it's that you have adhd (laughs) and your brain's doing a whole bunch of different things that's not time blindness that's or laziness. Semantics, whatever we're going to call it. Whatever, but yeah. Accept responsibility for your actions. As well. yes. yeah. But Alden took the other route where he sets alarms and accepts responsibility and does what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Or you could be like rarely. Donald Trump and you know, you're playing 4D chess all the time and, and you have time super awareness. <laughs> sure. Sure. And that's why you didn't show up at that scheduled time is because you saw what happened ahead of that. All right. This is an Atlanta joke. For everybody watching, what are you doing? Nothing. Me? <laughs> Just hanging around. <laughs> that's an everywhere joke. I was going to say, honestly, that's pretty pertinent to a lot of. Oh man, is that the porn the guy, first, Beetlejuice? The first guy about the the the, the damn Ashford Dunwoody exit is completely right, though. Yes, it's okay. it's horrible. So you could maybe see my apartment building in that picture i have to take (laughs) i have to take the intersection between 285 and 400 every time i go to work it's the worst you don't know you never know when it is i have no idea at least you're driving now all right here we go 
Last one. Is it? Oh, is oh, it well, keep splitting cool. the soap? Like, <laughs> I. This is an older one, but I. I mean, I cry laughing. Every this is time. classic, dude. Oh, I yeah. love this. <laughs> He's reading the bar, the shampoo bottle. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a classic, man. He so gets so mad. <laughs> oh my god! What kind of shampoo is this, yo? Oh, this is great. I wonder how long this happens before the guy actually notices. I don't know. Do you think you get your ass beat down that though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can see through all the soap. <laughs> that has to be fake though. There's no yeah, way. It's, it's, it's hilarious, but it's <gasps> it has to be. No. Oh man, that, that is I don't even care. The largest man I've ever seen. <laughs> He's so huge. Funny. He is a beast. I'd be terrified. Like, nobody, nobody would mess with him. That's why it's fake. Nobody would mess with that guy. I don't know. Have, have, have you seen the videos of like the scrawny guy that just like shoulders into the, the bodybuilders oh, and just my. keeps walking? Oh, that's never so seen good. that one. No, I can't handle oh, that video. It's great. All right, y'all. I really do got to get out of here, so we got to wrap this up. Okay. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, everybody. Everybody who's still watching, listening, thank y'all so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. I won't be, but uh, Stephen is going to host next week. So make sure to tune into that. Um, more free Georgia podcasts coming your way. Thank y'all again for for tuning in tonight. Matthew, thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks, guys. Had a good time. Really appreciate it. The victor of trivia, dethroned Zane. It's a wonderful night. We should all celebrate. It wasn't Taylor Swift trivia night. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank y'all so much. We'll see you next week. Peace.